Welcome everybody to Becoming Quantum Consciousness at the United Public Radio Network, uh, 107.7 and the UFO Paranormal Network at 105.3 in this worldwide internet, YouTube, Roku, Facebook, and more connectivity throughout all of our planet. Uh, but we originate from New Orleans, Louisiana, excuse me, New Orleans, New Louisiana, as they say there, uh, in that beautiful city, which is hopefully not having ice today. I'm in Austin, Texas, and my guest Tiff Fed is in Austin, and we are all iced over with all the trees in this wonderful glistening color. Um, we find it quite unique here because it was only Sunday that we we're walking around in shorts. That is Texas, and we love it for most part. So this is becoming quantum consciousness. And before we, I bring in Tiff, uh, I wanted to um, just bring up some thoughts because this will be really going into some of the healing modalities today. And a part of becoming quantum conscious is the transformative and healing qualities qualities that people experience or have or give to others um, when they start to go dropping into this tiny microscopic consciousness. And it is a consciousness uh, that a lot of us have learning these days to uh, be one with something uh, quantum microscopic, uh, just really small. I wish I could remember the uh, exact numerical, but it doesn't come to me now. So I'm going to go and just talk about this transformative guide for the healer to the receiver, because it's really funny how things work and uh, how you can maximize or not maximize your experience when you are doing energy work or having somebody do it with you. And that could be releasing emotional traumas or connecting to some other planetary source or something within the earth or a communion you have together with uh, Jesus or Mother Mary or working on places inside of you that are sick and broken. Um, I just think about two clients I have uh, and uh, I worked with them both last week and it was quite a comparison. One young lady was in the attitude of, well, I'm going to do this, but I really don't want to be here. <laughs> and, you know, and so I did my best. I did the session. And would I think that she would really receive a lot of that? Uh, it's less likely because there was no receptivity to it. And then I have another uh, person I work with regularly who is on full board. He is totally present with me and he's trying new things. He's willing to change and he's uh, receptive to the perceptions that I bring forth in the session. Uh, and so there's no resistance in his world to the session itself. He's totally willing. And, and these are all, you know, what I call investment in the moment uh, to allow the ego self, body and soul to receive. You know, and, and how much are any of us willing to do that when we receive healing or an experience from somebody? How much of us are skeptical? How much of us are resistant or how much is, is just open to being in the experience? And I even think of somebody like Jesus that was a whole and complete person that probably had a quantum consciousness that was so far advanced that it's just hard to imagine. And yet I'm sure there are people that were in his presence that he laid his hand, hands on and nothing happened. Just as there were others that m amazing things happened. And, and that's a lot about how we're willing to receive. And um, 
so it really brings up these questions are uh, of to give your full energy into the moment and um, be willing to have a change in whatever you are trying to receive. And so as we talked today with Tiff, it's what, it, what would be more fun to be fully mo- open in the moment and just say, well, this is a possibility. Or would you prefer to be in a judgment like, oh, she can't be doing that. And I'm going to try to figure out why she is wrong or why her method would not work. Um, This stuff does affect how you receive. And um, another quality of it is to live in a heart-centered space that opens your passion, your love level, to have the change possible because there's something about receiving in the heart and you paying attention to your heart that allows the outside world to come into your world and you open to a synchronicity and other possibilities beyond your ego and mind to change you it's a wonderful consciousness and um then another Part of this is, is there a higher place in your soul, past lives, energetic fields that can be requested to help you change? And so when you're starting to hear somebody talk about concepts of healing and change and transformation, can you also be open to the question, what can I do to open my greater self to this possibility? Great question to ask. And when we do ask questions, they are a tool to opening our awareness to a greater place. So these are just some thoughts, some concepts. And I usually do this and offer this and also put it on my website, bartsharp.com so that they are available for anybody to review, as well as I'll be putting TIFF's uh, website information upon my website. So you can go and refer to her website as well as her Instagram and really see what she's about, study her, maybe call her up for a session. And um, so with that said, I welcome TIFF Fed. Thank you Thank for you, being Bart. on the show. Mm-hmm. I'm glad to be here. Yes. And, uh, yeah, it's really, I loved what you were sharing. And I really loved when you uh, spoke about the heart and dropping into to receiving from the heart. And there's a lot of literature that states what we seek, we shall find. And so there's two sides of this as the receiver, those listening and those, you know, that maybe have the skeptical eye, you know, you're going to, what you seek and what you're putting out to the universe is what you're going to receive. And also as the healer, as the, I don't even like to say healer, but as the guide, as the person people are coming to for healing, we're here to help teach our clients or um, our guests that they have the power within, but, and also this goes right to the quantum architecture. I am telling the universe, I am telling my reality, what kind of client I want and who I wish to work with. And I want people that are ready and open. And maybe like there can be a touch of skepticism which is fine if there's that spike spark of curiosity, then we can work with that, right? We can yeah. And, and when we it. when we really focus on our hearts with working with some of that client, we start to change our attitude toward them to where there's more of a possibility with those people that are our resistance that the resistance starts to fade away and ourselves and also with them because it's kind of like the the woman who wasn't interested in working with me i was having to be aware of how i was resisting her 
Yeah. And coming clear to that while I'm doing this session. And the best way to do it is through the heart. And so we're both heart centered. And of course, Tiff is in passionate red of the mm-hmm. heart. And I am in calm blue of the heart in our clothing today. Uh, and both of them are very important ingredients with heart consciousness. I wanted to read a little bit about Tiff and then we're going to go into uh, an interview just to let you know a bit about her. Tiffany Fed, I'm going to just read this out. I'm just going to correct you just because it feels good to me, but it's Feedy. <laughs> yes, that's all. <laughs> so I put it in the chat, and uh, but I just, uh, it's it's something that I wanted to share. So, <laughs> Okay, do you want to share it now? No, no, my name, the last name is Feedy. Yes. That's it. Well, now, now, so how do you pronounce your last name? Feedy. Feedy. Yeah. I've been making that mistake for quite a while. <laughs> but I don't think I've really said your name to you. Right. Yeah. Only about you. <laughs> okay. Uh, so, so Tiffany Feedy is a medium, Ricky master, medicine woman, and embodied guide. She is the creator of the Love Elixir, a multifaceted business with a vision to help people in this lifetime to expand their consciousness, connect more deeply to our sacred earth, and become embodied with the divine. She is here to help people have more loving relationships with themselves, others, and the world around. She has the gift of walking between the worlds and has created the life of her dreams through self-mastery, the art of prayer, intention, and quantum creation, or quantum architecture, I would say. She believes that we all have the gift to create our own paradise and wishes of all humanity experience true liberation from suffering. If we all learn to love ourselves and let go of the things that no longer serve us while truly seeking an opening to more joy in our lives, we will experience sublime bliss, heaven on earth. Tiffany facilitates transformational peak bliss experience for people through curating conscious events, ceremonies, and private sessions. She has spoken as a motivated speaker, led large group meditations, and facilitated many healing workshops since 2017. She is also a Reiki master, crystal Reiki master, medium, intuitive touch therapist, light linguist, sacred medicine facilitator, creator of the Love Elixir community development uh, community, and also a developmental director of Solar Punk Summit. So that's quite a bit there. Uh, You could just say that she's a very curious and motivated woman, to say the least, and learning all of these great skills and talents and bringing them out to the world. So with that said, um, I wanted to ask Tiff uh, to just tell a little bit about her story about her life and what got her here? <sighs> yeah, that was a mouthful, wasn't it? <laughs> so much. But it all, um, I believe, was or is for the purpose of coming together as this whole being. Um, and so I'll tell you that the path that got me to Austin, um, I was always curious about the esoteric world, the mystical, the mystery from a young age. And um, after my son was born in 20, 
oh my goodness, 2014. 2014. I I almost forgot when he was born. After he was born, I that's when I began to really dive into those studies on a deeper level and bring them into my field and in, and to embody them. And then in 2020, I'm just gonna fast forward. <laughs> in 2020, my husband passed away. He actually wow. overdosed. Um, and and so that was the fast track to catapult me into my self-mastery and to um, really taking all that I've learned from becoming a Reiki master and offering and mediumship and offering readings to people, right? And learning about angels and learning about the universe and connecting to ETs and having experiences. Um, it was then that the world opened up, turned upside down and completely went just expanded, right? And also mm -hmm. contracted. And so mm -hmm. I was able to feel both of those things at the same time, super connected and also really self-aware as I decided to travel it was the first time that I really chose for myself. Everybody said, come move to Austin. Your parents will take care of you. You need to do this, this and that. And I just said, no, this is what I'm going to do because it feels my soul is desiring it. And I really, I went and I lived in a school bus for about a year and a half, two years um, and traveled in the West. And I just went and immersed myself in nature, in the mountains and, it, and just really getting rid of all the things, right. Got rid of my whole house. And I had some crazy experiences during that, that were pretty epic and magical during that time where really spirit ETs were knocking at my door and just giving me the go ahead. Right. It was well, really so What's your this since we are in the UFO paranormal right. radio mm -hmm. 105.3 if you're curious and also the United Public National Radio which <laughs> we're all about ETs and UFOs mm -hmm. so can you share a little bit about what your experiences with those uh, nice friendly beings are all about yeah no I've had plenty many experiences with uh with these beings one of the biggest one of the ones that really stood out to me i mean i've had a lot of um group experiences with other people but one of the ones that stood out is i was in a argument with my husband and um and he left and i looked up at the sky and i was like oh how what do i do or help me or something and then i just saw a beam of light zoop and it just disappeared. It was straight across. It was completely obvious. They were just like, yo, we got you. And, um, and that was really cool. And then the other experiences have been more with remote viewing, with working with, um, with the Galactic Federation, with, uh, I, I work a lot with Lyran beings because that's like my, my comfort, but I've done a lot of the CE5, um, experiences and, and really tuning in, in this space, but having those visual confirmations, right. That's people want that. We want to see with our eyes when we don't have faith in what's in here, but when we have faith in what's in here, we don't need that confirmation anymore because we can really commune deeply because that's where the faith and the trust comes in. But I've been lucky enough to have both experiences, which um, I've channeled messages from from these beings, and um, and I agree they are. And what I choose to believe, there's so much. Whatever you focus on, like you could go down the rabbit hole of conspiracy and darkness if that's your choice. Man, this is your life wherever you want to go is what you're going to see. But I choose to connect to their, to their light and their love and their, their truth, which is, yeah. it's not all light and love, but it's understanding it's that true. we're, 
Exactly. It's and, and my experience on this radio show uh, and some of the hosts, because there's a lot of really great hosts. And one of them uh, that I really like is Michelle Devershare, mm. uh, The Outer Beyond is her show. But, you know, her general feeling and experience is much like yours, that they're here to help and they're always helping her and participating. And uh, with that, and when we start to open that presence and that invitation, they seem to like show up even more, almost the same as angels, and that if we invite them, their presence is stronger. And the more we interact and, and, and more that we have that dialogue or invitation, it even comes in bigger. And of course, we're starting to get out of our mind and ego and into our body and into our heart, which to tell you uh, Tiff's um, email address, which is kind of appropriate for this point. And I've been trying to put it up on the banner, but I'm having a little difficulty. Uh, but her email is www.embodiedsoulgoddess.com. That's my website right which, yeah and my email is embodied soul goddess at gmail.com the website okay. is under construction right now but yeah embodied okay. well, I checked it out there's some there's some good stuff there mm -hmm. and it's a good way to get in touch with uh tiff and it's also a reminder that part of your power is that you really key into embodying this type of consciousness is not something that, I mean, it is beyond you and you're bringing that in, you're bringing source in, but the real gift, and, and maybe you want to comment about this, is having the visceral sensation of what those energies are inside of you. Mm -hmm. Without a doubt. Yeah, that is when my life transformed and I really understood how this works. It's funny you in my bio it mentions we can all create the life of our dreams but i've come to this what i think is really important is that we're constantly allowing ourselves to seek new information and to see what feels good and so now i really believe almost rather than creating we're just allowing the life of our dreams to make be made manifest in this reality because we're raising ourselves to the frequency to be a match for that through our self-mastery. So um, let me understand this correctly. It almost sounds there's an element there of you're mm -hmm. just getting out of the way. And it's not like there's these energies are dominating you, but you have a bigger selection of consciousness and visceral vibrations to choose from. Yeah. I mean, it's not, it, uh, we all have the selection of all of it. Right. Mm -hmm. And, and every single choice, every single thought, belief, action in each moment that we make is attuning us to which timeline or which reality we're going to experience because it's all happening at once. And uh, each choice that we make, we can blip, blip out of frequency with something and then jump right back in. But it's all for the purpose of having this experience. And it's not about a destination. It's really about the mastery of self. And when we become masters of ourselves and really become embodied with love, embodied with truth, then the rest of our world changes. It's not about making the world a better, more beautiful place. In fact, this earth, she's pretty powerful, potent, strong. She'll be fine. It's about us. I don't think it's just pretty. It's pretty, it's infinitely strong. Right. Yeah. yeah. And, and when you said this uh, comment, uh, embodied love, mm -hmm. uh, what does that mean to you? What does that? No, I want to ask this question again. What does it feel like? Ooh, I like that. What does it feel like? So my word of the year has been compersion. And for those that don't know, compersion. Say that again. Say that again. Compersion. And I'll tell you what it means. Oh, yes. 
It's the opposite of jealousy. And so embodied love is that true feeling of bliss and joy for someone else's experience. And I've noticed that time and time again, where people that are on this path to this self-mastery, and maybe we sit with plant medicines, maybe we're facing the mirror, maybe we're really putting our feet upon the earth often and getting in tantric union with that divine mother earth. Whatever it is that gets us there to that space or brings us home to the heart, it doesn't, it's not like this or that, it's this and that. It can all be true. But the feeling of feeling so delighted in somebody else's joy, mm. where there's no jealousy. I don't, the, the feeling of jealousy, I haven't felt that in such a long time, I can't even imagine. So when I, my desires for people to feel, to lose that, to lose that feeling of jealousy, it's <laughs> yeah, amazing. Yeah. So, yeah. So, so I want to ask you a question. I, 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 this is a great topic and I just want to, guided a little deeper. I'm glad we're so off track. We're not, we're not even through introductions at this point. I know. <laughs> down the show. <laughs> so was there a specific time in your life or incident that you felt like you crossed into something of a higher vibration and you never turned back? Mm. Or was it something gradual and suddenly you realized it. I mean, uh, it's different for everybody. It truly is. Uh, it is different for everybody. There's definitely a gradual aspect. A lot of the solitude and the self-awareness that came from living on the road and just being super reflective, sitting with the medicine. I had a lot of experience with psychedelic medicines and I sat with them with intention. But I think what really a big catapult was coming to Austin and I sat in this ceremony called with this team called Sacred Light. And it's a psychedelic mastermind. And, and there's so much intention and love in that. And there's so much conscious languaging and purpose. That experience truly catapulted so much dynamic shift that I can say, if I were to say one thing, it was that. Another mm. one thing may have been sitting with ayahuasca. <laughs> Those things were really potent and powerful. Now, would my experiences and the shift have ha happened without that? Absolutely. I believe that because it's it wasn't just that because there's plenty of people who sit with these medicines and also won't look in the mirror at themselves. Mm. It was the openness that I had to look at my triggers, my victimhood, whatever I was doing, when I started to look at my part, my role in my experiences and not blaming others or whatever, that was the transformation. And mm. that is where the ease began to flow in my life. And I stopped being fearful about um, being nervous in experiences because you're so worried about what other people think. I started to step through fear and face, get close to those edges, jumping off cliffs, literally and figuratively the purpose of expanding and also going within at the same time. Yes. And, and I, uh, that's, that's a wonderful explanation. Because I've always, you know, what I've studied, whether you're a union or a shaman or doing plant medicine or um, just doing work with Al-Anon or, you know, so many other type of um, confrontive therapies, if you wish to confront, is you have to see that your side of that self and come to a allowance of it that you really know the messages of it and have no more fear about it uh, my experience was very different i'm i'm i'm, an, I'm a i i've been not using plant medicines for my explorations however 
there will always come to this point where you're no longer afraid to see in your limitations. Mm -hmm. Whatever mistakes you're making or whatever negative thoughts are coming in your mind, which I had, God, I was compounded with them. There came a point where I could just listen to them and accept them. And that's kind of my impression with some of the plant medicine experiences I've heard is that people relaxed enough in themselves that they no longer had this big wall to what they were hiding for years. It's actually really uncomfortable. And it's really really. uh, the act of surrender when you finally allow yourself to let go and surrender in the discomfort that's where the medicine on the other side because so it forces you to do that therefore in your regular life you can do it more quickly and more easily because you know the outcome of that yeah and, and 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 that's that's a part of the process too and when you get to that hard all of those walls and uh, and go beyond them, then you start to maybe have a place of allowance mm. with them. Mm-hmm. And, and then it comes to a point down the road that whenever your shadow or your negative thoughts or these beings start to come in, you just go, oh, it's you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> What's up? You got yeah. something to tell me. Or are you just an old recording? You know, is there something relevant here? There is. I'm totally happy to listen to you. But if not, when you're recording, uh, I got other things to do. But thanks for, you know, chiming in. You know, it's that type of relaxation that that shows up in, in allowance. And I always think that's a spiritual process. You know, and people go through it in so many different ways. Uh, when I met Tiff, I thought she was about 25 <laughs> and, uh, you know, she was telling me all of these stories and telling me she had a son and is eight years old. And I'm going, wait a minute. Now she, can she do all of that stuff? And she's 25 and I'm trying to add all of this stuff up. And <laughs> then she tells me that she's much older, um, and uh, I won't tell you, tell anybody your age on the radio show. However, she looks extremely young for her age. And that's part of this vibrancy that I see with um, a lot of people that are star children, mm-hmm. that are very extraterrestrial based, that um, they look very different than the rest of the population. And... Um, they also um, look very young in a lot of ways. And, you know, you just seem to fit in that category. So, yeah, you. you're, you're <laughs> E.T. Uh, with all of that. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, so uh, uh, Carrie Languadoc, I just want to, uh, Langdoc uh, has been making a lot of great comments. And uh, I just want to thank you, Carrie. Um, and most of them are like green, like, yes, keep on keeping on with this conversation. <laughs> oh, yay. I didn't even realize I could see that. Hi, Carrie. Yeah. I love that. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. So um, let's see. Um, is there anything else in the bio that we need to cover? Uh, well, I wanted to ask you one more question. Mm-hmm. What's your relationship with the uh, Larian star system? Oh, actually, so it's funny. If you were to see, so this is the a tattoo of the Lyran um, constellation. You can't, okay. it's pretty faded. Yeah, I but uh, I had intentions of getting my husband, this is years ago, intentions of getting my husband's um his his Sagittarius and I and she couldn't. It was like too many. There's a lot of a lot of stars in that constellation, and so I chose the Lyran because I feel really I'm just super aligned. And if you do, 
I'm aligned with a lot of them. And if you do research in, um, in the starseed mm -hmm. origins embodied and they want to feel <clears throat> and experience earth and they want to have all the pleasures and all of it. And like, yes, mm -hmm. right. As being in the, in the, in the realm of Tantra and really wanting to touch and experience and taste and have pleasure. Like that's, that's definitely there. And also they believe in the law of one and the, of union mm -hmm. and, and uh, that we're all there. So they're heart centered, but they're not as serious, you know, mm -hmm. as like the Pleiadians with Arcturians would be, you know, they're just yeah, like, we're yeah. here to like vibe and have a good time. Yeah, and yeah. also in doing so, teaching others to do the same. Right. Mm -hmm. And so we all have our own medicine and we all yeah, have our yeah, own. Yeah. And, and to tell something of a little bit more of a bigger picture, because a lot of people are probably looking at us from other places because this is worldwide and uh, mm -hmm. you know i want to try to simplify or just explain with a little bit of background there are many star systems out there that are supporting the planet earth mm -hmm. uh and, and the ones that tiff was mentioning the syrians the pleiadians acturians uh and Illyrians are part of a, a fellowship that are supporting the earth and they've been doing for who knows how long, we don't know. But um, there are a lot of the ETs that are coming and having encounters with people and helping them. And a lot of us have had different psychic surgeries and stuff so that we, we would live or that we would advance. And uh, this is the type of stuff that they do to some degree. If you're really curious about that, like, did that happen to me? <laughs> uh, you might just muscle test. That's how I found out. Mm, I love muscle they would just ask questions. Was I tested or was I uh, had psychic surgery uh, maybe as a kid or something? Uh, and look at your, uh, you know, your history about is there unexplained incidences or things that felt like traumas, but you have no memory of them. Those are a little clues that that may have happened as well as what we learned um, also is that there's, I call them the 12 sacred stars. In other words, the 12 star systems with planets, of course, that people live on around the stars that are helping us. And um, they come into these, into this world and also they help by seeding our planet with very special people um, like uh, Tiff that, you know, probably has been an ET for, you know, uh, thousands and thousands of years. Uh, they just think different. They act different. And, um, oh yeah, I'm in that group too. And, um, a lot of times they're driven very quickly to help change the world as their highest motivation of all. And um, those are all common things. They, they, they don't see why the planet has to be so dysfunctional. It just doesn't make sense to them when the answers are quite in front of our faces. Um, so, um, just wanted to throw that out there because this is kind of where this session is going. Um, I, yeah, I appreciate that. I want to touch on something real quick, if that's okay. Um, one thing that I notice a lot of star seeds that which is which up, is uh, just to give a definition, star seed is somebody that has ET uh, genetics in them. Yeah, there's this desperation uh, shared of like this homesickness and this longing to go home and this like not wanting to be on this planet. And uh, I think the talk about being embodied is really allowing people to realize we're in this sacred vessel. It is a we, body, mind, spirit, and we are here to commune with the earth and bring heaven 
and earth together as one in this being where the heart is that portal, that center space where we bring mm. it all together. That's yeah. why we're here. And the, and, and the sensuality of that experience mm -hmm. and the openness is amazing. Mm -hmm. uh, I know exactly what you're talking about and to share it with others is amazing. And to work as a whole in a community that is in that place uh, is wonderful. And yeah. all of these things seems to be a desire. And yet there's so much density happening in the world that it can really bring you down and you can go in the other direction. And uh, yeah, if there's anything about this world, it's, it has lots of choices. And we always have to make choices where we want to direct our attention. Yeah, absolutely. It's true. Yeah. And it's and and one thing that's really great is like the purpose of learning how to connect and communicate with others. And when you realize that it's all true, Bart's story of your experience may sound completely different than mine, but it's true. And so is mine. And so is Carrie's. And they're all because to us, they're all true. And when you really realize that. It helps you see everyone as such a beautiful reflection and it helps you understand um, this, the purpose more, right? And yes. and also becoming really present with what's happening, what's the experience now is really important. Yes. And, and um, you know, since, since the whole title of the show was Quantum Architecture, we... Um, <laughs> Like 42 minutes and not even brought up the topic. <laughs> I know. Okay. <laughs> you uh, relate to what you're uh, saying uh, to quantum architecture. How does how is that a tool that is useful for you? So for me, uh, it is is the magic and the medicine of of going within the imaginal plane and slowing down and, so and allowing yourself to be revealed or create whatever it looks like for you, the life of your well, dreams. I gotta ask you a question. What is the imaginal plane? Just going into your mind, just like when you were uh, a child and maybe you had a an imaginary friend or when you, if I ask you right now to close your eyes, close your eyes right. and visualize an apple with a bite taken out of it. Yeah. Now, what color is that apple? It's green. Now disintegrate that apple, whatever way feels good for you. And then bring it back together. Mm. And now... Take a bite out of the apple. And now you're surrounded by all the apples. <laughs> right? That's the imaginal mind. Yes. And, and, and it feels like it keeps getting more powerful. Mm -hmm. That, you know, and that vibration becomes richer and richer in, inside of me mm -hmm. as I play with that. So what yeah. you're saying is, is that the mind is kind of a tool to facilitate something more quantum or energetic inside the body. Kind of, and yes, and the feeling is the secret. If you've heard of Neville Goddard, feeling is the secret. And that's where the medicine is, is the heart-brain coherence. And really getting those two locked in and aligned because you got to believe what you're creating. And so you also have to allow yourself to play the tape through of your doubts and go all the way to like, sometimes people have these like pops up these fears. These are the things we've talked about popping up. 
And so allowing yourself to play the tape all the way through to the end of worst case scenario, let it go. Then you can pop back into that imaginal space and create the life of your dreams. Write it down. What does it look like? What do you want? Okay. What do you want to create? How does it feel? How does it feel? And what's the purpose of the beyond? Like I yeah. desire to okay. have this beautiful, sober bar. Well, why? Okay. And what does that feel like? What is it going to feel like? And okay. getting into those experiences in the mind and really then your body becomes resonant with it and you can watch it play out. But you also have to elevate your frequency in the real world to match that okay. which you're creating. Okay. So how would you do that with when you... Let's just say you're going to do uh, a quantum architecture session. Can you just run us through like a uh, an example of how you would do that? You mean with myself or? Well, just say with me that you're going to guide me through something of, uh, or, or, or let's just say that I got a better idea. Um, we wish to change the energy of, um, oh gosh, some trauma in the world right now. Would that okay. be something we could uh, approach? Yeah, for sure. Okay. So uh, I, I, I think of, uh, gosh, um, trying to think of, I can't think of the details, but, but, but uh, people being, uh, abused by uh, they become victims they're 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 uh, perpetrated by uh, someone like the police in their or gosh I'm, I'm coming up with some really bad examples here <laughs> I could give you an example of how I have done it in the past okay this is a good with thing. a client and so we did akashic record timeline uh re i don't want to say rewrite but we i went through the akashic records and went to the atlantean timeline of of my clients we did a bunch mm -hmm. of these and so first we started with opening and and a meditation so um if you'd like to so we would um we would go in eyes closed get centered and we allow the current experience. So let's say we're talking about um, we're talking about the police brutality, right? If that's what you kind of were leaning toward bringing up, right? Uh, so this is definitely something I haven't dabbled with because everything's individual to each person. So if you have come yeah, up yeah, against this, maybe you ought to pick something easier, but. We have about 12 minutes so far in the show. So, yeah, I mean, if you want to do it specific to you, tell me about your life. What do you want to change in your life? What do you want? Uh, let's just say I have somebody perpetrating me. I'm, I have somebody that is stalking me. Okay. This is a real thing. And uh, uh, she, she is uh, attacking me uh, to other people. Got it. Okay. And so there's a lot of resistance there. And so I also want to say, you know, we have we have another human experience, another person involved, and that can be um, that can be an edge there, right? Is mm -hmm. messing with someone else's reality, which yeah, there's a lot of caution in that, right? So what we want to focus on is not necessarily that specific person, but we want to focus on what do you want your reality to be like. We're not going to focus on her. So we want to allow yourself to take a deep breath and close your eyes. Yeah. Close your eyes. I, uh, I, I really, well, in relation to other people, I would like to just facilitate and follow where I need to be guided with other people. Sometimes mm -hmm. it's a facilitator, but I guess the thing is, is that, that the possibility to be connected with anyone and everyone, 
wherever I go and that it, you know, be harmonious. Mm -hmm. And so what you're going to do is you're going to close your eyes. You're going to take a deep breath, breathe in, breathe in all the way to your belly and your heart and let go. Breathe in and let go. And one more time, breathe in. And let go. And you are going to imagine your greatest and highest life, the most joyful experiences. You're going to imagine people, places, things lit up as you facilitate these transformations with people, perhaps you're traveling, but you're going to allow yourself to, to bring forward an experience that you're desiring to create. And I want you to feel yourself in that space as if it is now. Who's there? Where are you? And you don't have to answer. And continue with your breath. Breathe in. And let go. Feel the, the ground beneath you. Really be in the place. And really feel this experience coming to life around you. And really trust and have faith that it is now and it is in the realm of the quantum as you're allowing it to be revealed to you. You're allowing it to step forward into this space. Take a deep breath in again. And let go. And tell me, where are you? Um, I'm, I'm in a community of people that I'm familiar with, Casa de Luz. And I'm interacting with people in, in a way that's uh, effortless. Mm. Uh, people come to me and the, the consciousness of who I am is recognized and it's there's an ease there but that's where it begins but it, it expands out to all of these people i'm, I'm not even thinking of the, of the person yeah stalking me uh but it's just something in general it's like that's the presence that i know i am and it's just ex practicing extending that vibration out to um, whoever and whatever, that it just goes out in all directions. Mm. I don't know how big it goes, but since it's coming from my heart, one would assume that it goes out as big as the world. And also it just goes out to this entire radio audience because they're part of that experience. Yeah, and so when when we're in that process, we really want to focus on 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 the feeling of present moment, the feeling mm -hmm. of it, because yeah. then that's the energy you're going to go put out in your 3d world. You're going to put yeah. that energy out into your experience. And so, so then I, I if you're constantly thinking about this person who's stalking you, that's never going to leave. It's just going to, yeah, yeah. well, I, I, I'm not really, but <laughs> yeah, I really realized what was triggered when that in myself in my childhood and I, I dealt with it, um, mm. various techniques. And so I keep dealing with the fears and, and various things. So it's not a very big part of my life, actually. That's um, a whole other game is going into the, the timeline trauma work yeah. of, of, of a situation that's popping up and looping. And, and, and when's the first time you had that experience and where the fears right, come from. Right. Timeline integration also, therapy. Yeah. Also from what you've told me, and I want to just add this in, 
a lot of times you're bringing and inviting in source from other places, other worlds, other energies, because they're much higher vibration and allowing that to come in to the situation or into the person's body so that they have more light that will help them see a bigger consciousness expansion and, and uh, create uh, more light inside of their bodies. Am I understanding you correctly that that's part of the process? I do believe that we're bringing in source and we're allowing more space. I don't believe that darkness is bad. I think when you're in the darkness, you're in the void and anything can happen. You're in the the void. And I also don't think it's necessarily source from another place. Because I think we be are source. Again. Okay. Yeah. All right. But well, that's all good. And I agree with you that there, there's some people that are full of darkness and they're good people. They're kind and they're just as powerful as the people that are full of light. It's just a different energy source. And people have all kinds of energy sources. And sometimes they have very strong dark and light. Mm-hmm. Uh, is different from every individual. It's part of the the individual beauty, I suppose. Um, also, I, before we have five more minutes or four, you are the director of the Solar Punk Fest, and could you just give us a little synopsis of this? And and before we start that, I wanted to just say that this is uh, Tiff Fede of uh, www.embodiedsoulgoddess.com. And we are at National Public Radio Network at 107.7 and UFO Paranormal Radio Network at 105.3. And tell us a little bit about Solar Punk Fest. Yeah, so um, I'm the Community Development Director of Solar Punk Summit. And uh, and I and also to find me, you can find me on Instagram at Tiffany Love Elixir. Um, so solar punk summit is a place where we can experience this radical optimistic vision of the future in a four day experience and what's great about solar punk summit is it's not like other festivals because it's not just a festival there it's a summit where people are coming together to to merge quantum like uh tech technology and also regenerative agriculture and consciousness where we're really seeing each other that it is all true and we're bringing it together so that we can all of our interests can come together to create this world right for us again because we know this sacred mother is powerful she'll be fine but we want to create a world for us that is in alignment with what we're desiring and solar punk summit is a place where people come together for music for community for connection for education and for purpose and mm. it just keeps growing and expanding and the purpose so, so it's, a, it's a lot about what what uh people are seeing as visions and inspirations for a better future yeah mm-hmm It is. It's visionaries, visionaries and global leaders coming together to create true impact on our experience now. Mm, It sounds wonderful. And this is something that you can just buy a one day ticket or buy hope. You want to be there for the whole experience because we're actually doing it on the solar eclipse in October and each day we're focusing on different elements and also different um, experiences. So we have the tech day and we have the consciousness day and we have the agri- regenerative agriculture permaculture day. And so okay. you okay. want to be there for the whole experience because this is not, you don't go to a, a four day retreat and just say, I'm going for a day because I want to see this band or whatever. <laughs> like that's not what this is. Actually, uh, I had a friend that went to just one day and and she told me about it in Kerrville, Texas. And she just was just so jazzed by it. And Mm -hmm. so when you told me you're part of the Solar Punk Festival, I really perked up to saying, wow, this sounds pretty cool. Uh, 
and so you, you can camp and uh, be there for the whole thing and be part of the community. Right. And do all of these events and uh, walk out as a different person. Absolutely. I've made so many connections okay. and you can also oh. glamp too. You can upgrade and glamp. So yeah. you don't have yeah. to camp yeah. if you don't want to. <laughs> yes. We're going to, we're going to have to stop right now. We're at the three mm -hmm. o'clock hour. And I just wanted to thank Tiff Fede for being here of uh, Uh Thank you so much. This is just a wonderful, mm. uh, unexpected treat of all the places we went and uh, just very grateful uh, that you're with us. And this is National Public Radio Network, uh, UPRN at 107.7 and UFO Paranormal Network uh, at 105.3. And this is Bart Sharp. And we just thank you for today and wish you all the best. Bye-bye. Bye. Thank you.